There are some out there that think there are too many dirt races, but is shrinking the schedule really possible or feasible or even fair? We'll dive into that today. Let's go. It's Tuesday, September 19th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We are back at it today after a few days off. Hope you guys didn't miss me too much. If you placed an apparel order over the weekend, those got shipped out yesterday, so you should have them very soon. If you hadn't had a chance to get one yet, there are two new logo snapback hat options over at shop.dirttracker.com. You can do gray hat, black logo, or you can do multicam camo hat with the white logo. And I don't know if you guys have taken a look at these, but these are actually puff embroidery. I like that kind of uh, dimension that that adds, almost gives it like a little bit of a 3D look. So if you haven't had a chance to check those out yet, that's uh, what they look like. Uh, they are in stock, ready to ship. You can also snag a shirt, a sticker, or koozie with your order. As is always the case, US shipping is free for all orders of $20 or more. If you get something, the support is much appreciated. If you don't, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, over the weekend, Jonathan Davenport had some very pointed comments after a big crash during one of the prelim nights at the late model Knoxville Nationals. To the always race day guys, he referred to Knoxville as a, quote, dump, and in the aftermath had the internet up in arms. He has since walked back those comments, but was clearly frustrated with a situation that happened at a racetrack he views as one that has been difficult for him in the past. Although he did win this event a year ago. Uh, he later told Flow Racing and Dirt on Dirt's Derek Kessinger that Knoxville is a great facility, but he thinks they could do more to make it racier for the late models. If you want to watch that, it's the one lap, one beer video that got posted over the weekend. It's on Flow Racing. Uh, and maybe that's true. Uh, and, and while I understand the reaction to Davenport's dump comment, I was actually more interested in some of the other things he had to say to Swab in that Flow Racing video. There seems to be a growing sentiment both inside the industry and outside that maybe there are just too many races on the calendar each year. It's something Davenport talked about, and it's a topic that Jeremy Elliott recently explored in regard to central Pennsylvania and some of their recent scheduling conflicts. When asked about the competitiveness of some of the more local and regional guys, Davenport suggested that the national series in Lucas and the Outlaws should scale back from 50 plus races to maybe 30 and that would allow teams to take uh, both some weekends off and race in more local shows to help boost that product and maybe some of those local teams. And Jeremy's suggestion was that the area tracks in central Pennsylvania all get together to create one master schedule with fewer races overall and less times when those races overlap. The idea being that you split the fans and the race teams much less often and it would hopefully boost everyone in the process. And we've heard similar comments from other racers, especially those that run big time sprint car relay model series. They want to race less often, but for more money. It's all great in theory, but in reality, there are too many competing interests, too many egos, and what is being suggested will likely never happen voluntarily. If the schedule uh, shrinks, it will be because of the market pressuring the system and series and tracks closing instead of everyone working together to kind of do it in advance. Uh, I think tracks and series and race teams, uh, I don't think this, this is true, but that they only generate revenue when there are events. So how do you convince any of, the, any of these parties to participate less in hopes that it will create more on the other side, especially when there are no guarantees? The racer certainly won't do it, so why should the tracks and series do it? Take Davenport, for example. He thinks Lucas should run fewer events, but the series scaling back won't stop him from racing 80 plus times a season. He's already competed 85 nights this year, with the vast majority being with a major series and not those local shows he talked about. He's raced twice with the MLRA, once with ComCams, and he had nine unsanctioned races on his schedule. 
but six of those unsanctioned were the Wild West Shootout, one was Kyle Larson's race at Bulls Gap, and the other two were the Thaw Brawl at Davenport. And in 2022, when he wasn't full-time with the series, he still raced 81 times. On the sprint car side, look at the World of Outlaws teams. They've actively campaigned for years for fewer events and more packed into the weekends, and the series has obliged. We haven't had a season with 80-plus races since 2017, and there are far fewer midweek shows with much more prize money in the pipeline. But that hasn't stopped the formation of the midweek high limit series and outrage over teams not being allowed to run more than the four or eight races away from the series. In a completely open situation, at least a few of the outlaw teams would end up running something like 73 outlaw nights, which is what we're on pace for this season, plus an additional 11 high limit races, and potentially even more when you think about the all-star stuff at Volusia and some of the other open dates. They'd easily be approaching 90 races plus. I'm not sure how that jives as doing less, and I don't know how you talk facilities into smaller schedules on the flip side. As a track owner or promoter, if you think you can make even a small profit on an event, how do you keep your facility quiet on a weekend in favor of the greater good? Some of these places are absolutely hanging on by a thread, and while you can certainly lose money by being open, you absolutely cannot make money by being closed. I do believe there is a case to be made that we are oversaturated. I just don't know how you decide who scales back. And to further complicate this a little bit more, do we have a different set of rules for bigger shows and traveling series versus actual weekly competition for hobby competitors? Because the sport is clearly both as a whole. But if a track makes money uh, on the special event to then afford the weekly payouts, is that a smart business move? Does it make sense to keep the bigger shows and national touring schedules the same or similar while simultaneously scaling back the local action? The true foundation of the sport is built on those who work Monday through Friday to afford to race on Friday and Saturday nights. And these don't really seem like questions that can be answered by the singular quote-unquote industry or even really a region, but more really on a case-by-case -case basis. I think until contraction is really forced on the sport by lack of interest and actual dollars lost, that, which then leads to the closures of series and tracks, you're not going to see the schedule shrink here. Uh, it's an iRacing uh, warning right now, so if you don't want to listen, feel free to turn the show off. Uh, the iRacing World of Outlaws late model season ended last night with the final race at Charlotte. Things went just about as bad as they could have for championship leader Evan C., uh, who got wiped out by Chase Barber on lap 15. He was done for the night and left to wait and watch how the championship got decided. Thankfully for him, though, his teammate in Blake Majulis went the distance for the victory, and that gave C. the $10,000 title by just a single point. Logan Rumsey finished second in the race and second in the standings. He needed to win the race and he'd get the championship, but ultimately came up just one spot short and one point short. A hat tip to Nathan Waddell. He's a regular watcher of this show. He sat on the pole last night and was fast early before getting involved in that incident with C and Barbara. Obviously not the result he wanted, but he was fast. Uh, next up for virtual uh, racing, the Sprint Car Series gets rolling in November. So uh, for those of you who uh, don't like that I do this, you got a few weeks off. All right, that's it for the show today. Quite streaming schedule today, but you can check it out over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight if you are interested. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>